come to this happy place. Welcome. Disneyland is your land. All aboard. We have ignition. Welcome, foolish mortals. Oh, look at all the people. People are about to show running. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around. It is the 23rd episode Wow! of Word on the Main Street. We're I'm one of your hosts. We're almost half a year. Huh? We're almost at half a year. That's true. Wow. But I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords. <laughs> hey, everybody. Braden Gray. <laughs> and Brian Lords. And uh, yeah, we have a pretty good episode, I think, for all y'all. I think Agreed. so. Uh, we did an interview with Chris Linden from DisneyChris.com and the Jiminy Crickets podcast. And it it's a good one, I think. Uh, this podcast will be a little bit longer than usual. We just had a lot to say, uh, but uh, should you should enjoy it. So When, when we get somebody that kind of understands Disney World... Braden's got a lot. <laughs> Braden talks a lot this time. Good job, yeah. man. So I'm here. Val that wanted <laughs> Braden to talk more. This episode is for you. <laughs> it's dedicated to you. Um, but before we get into it, uh, I do want to thank Bryce Gardner for the theme song. Uh, he does music under the name of Delta Theory. You can search him on SoundCloud.com and just search Delta Theory, or go to Facebook.com/Delta Theory. And then we have a great sponsor. Who is that sponsor? Are you planning to go to Disneyland for Halloween uh, and no. see Halloween time? At oh Disney? yeah, this is one of those things why, where I yes, don't answer I the question. Why? Yes, I am, Brian. <laughs> you are. No. Well, why not check out Getaway Today? <laughs> so, so Getaway Today. Um, they can. That help was you. really badly planned. Getaway Today. Mm, hey, geez. Geez. <laughs> hey, I think. It was fantastic. Um, so if you are planning on doing some travel for the Halloween time season, definitely check out Getaway Today. Um, they'll be able to help get you all booked up for your hotel and your park passes. And uh, you're going to want to jump on that fast because Halloween time is a very popular time at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. um, hotels will sell out. Um, you cannot get your Mickey trick-or-treat party passes through Getaway Today. But... Definitely get your hotel booked, get your passes to the park, and uh, give Disney a call and see if they have any Halloween party tickets left. Disney World's already fast. started. Disney World has started. When do they start? Unbelievable. Uh, a week and a half ago. I really? Think. So they started doing the parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised like Disneyland doesn't do it. It's well, August, and they're starting I parties. I bet Disneyland's going to be... Yeah. Probably next year they'll be starting it to. When well, they can make the money off of it, it's such well. a big event. And it's such a cool time to go. Like yeah. It's such an awesome time to go, and people are excited for fall. Before you, you know, know it, ready for it, six months of the year will be Halloween time. <laughs> six months. The other Christmas. six months will be it's Christmas, Christmas time, yeah. and there won't be anything else. That's, and we won't have regular Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I no. think, well, I think <laughs> it'll just doing. be Haunted Mansion holiday oh. all year long. Oh. I think what they're doing is they're experimenting this year to see how it goes with it being open in both parks. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll decide next year if they're going to expand it or if Maybe having both parks open was sufficient for them mm -hmm. or if they need to expand it. That's my prediction. Yeah. I was going to ask a question. Well, uh, I was going to state a theory, Sorry. but uh, maybe we'll save that. Did for I another ruin episode. it? I no. ruined it. No, no I just don't right. want to go 
too deep into Halloween. Yeah, well, we, we, we need to do a Halloween episode. We've talked mm-hmm. about this. So I think probably in the next couple of weeks we'll probably have a Halloween episode oh, coming yeah. up. Yeah. Just so any of our listeners who are planning a trip, they can have our... I went last year. You guys have been, correct? You, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh, I have. love it. So, I've been um, a couple times. So, you know, I mean, I, I have a friend going this year, The you know, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so, you know, maybe we can get her Sean on Sean Rapier's going in September. Yeah. Yep. Maybe we can get my friend Rachel. She's from New York, going to Disneyland just for the Ooh, Halloween yeah. party. Oh, there you go. And it would be kind of cool to have a female perspective on the podcast yeah. for once. So yeah. We we haven't had maybe. a female. No, 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 no. We did. Uh, Lexi. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I lied. Lex. Sorry, Lex. I forgot. Lex. From Getaway Today. Yeah. Well, maybe we can have Rachel on. Can I state my theory? I'll just yeah, do it real let's quick. Let's do it. So I'm wondering if maybe they'll start opening it earlier when it moves over to California next year. It could. Maybe that'll be part of it. It could. Anyway. Maybe. The funny thing is, is the party used to be in California. Yeah, and then they moved. But then yeah. they moved it over to Disneyland, and now it's heading back over to California. Yeah. So anyway, anyway right. get away today. Yeah, check them out. <laughs> um, if if you uh, are looking for some money off, let me give you a little tip. Ooh. Just for you, okay? Go you, on. There. You listening right now? Put in the promo code. It's Main Street 10, all lowercase, the number one zero. Just keep this on the hush-hush. Yeah, look to the right of you Yeah. and look to the left of you. See those people? Yeah. They don't get to hear this. No. <laughs> this, this is just this, for you. This is for you. And that person may be in front of you. <laughs> that promo either. code's going to give you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So make use of that. That's a, that's a free max pass. Yeah, 10 bucks will give you... Free mass max pass mass pass. What am I Booyah. talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do my uh, vocal exercises. Tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. <laughs> tip of the tongue. But, but, but anyway, visit our sponsor getawaytoday.com or on Facebook by searching Getaway Today. Awesome. All right. Well, I think it's that glorious time of the the podcast. Sean Rapier's favorite. It's uh, trivia time. Trivia time. That one wasn't as good as normal. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's a little too long to echo. All right. Trivia. I know. It should have been like trivia time, time, time. There you there go. There you go. That's better. There you go. Way to redeem yourself. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Trivia time in a three, a two, a one. Hey, is this thing on? Testing, testing, testing. One, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. Test, test one. One, two. Hey, there we go. Welcome to Brian's Weekly Disneyland Trivia. All right, everybody. It is trivia time. And does anybody remember our question from last week? Yes. No. What was it? (laughs) (laughs) It was, when was the Fast Pass system first introduced at Disneyland. Oh, remember Disney last parks. week's episode, Disney I was parks. like halfway asleep, you guys. Let's be honest. I know. Braden so. was so out of it. It was Is this crazy. true for Disneyland? Who changed my answer? <laughs> I didn't. That is not <laughs> accurate. <laughs> All right. Now okay. the answer is correct. <laughs> so our agenda, somebody <laughs> changed some answers, or, or I made a major typo. But the FastPass was first implemented in 1990. Nine. Oh yeah. And guess what? We changed our recording dates a little bit, so we have a winner. Ooh. What? And only one person sent me an answer, and Who it was, was it? not Sean Rapier. 
Was it Cooper Trimble? I'm disappointed. It wasn't Cooper Trimble. <laughs> was it? But it was our constant trivia answerer, Greg Hall. Oh. oh my gosh. And he's answered like almost every trivia question right. Greg, I'm getting you a prize. I don't know what hey, it is awesome. yet, but you're getting something from Word on the Main Street podcast. Yay. Email me your <laughs> mailing address. All we'll right. get it sent over to you. Alright. So what's this week's question? So this week's question is where did the Grand Canyon slash primeval world diorama that you see while riding the Disneyland Railroad originate from? Ooh. Where did that come from? Mm. Before Solid it question. was in Disneyland. It was somewhere else. Hint, hint. Solid question. So send me those trivia answers and we'll see if you're right. Awesome. Where can they send those uh, those answers to? You can send those to Brian. That's B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail dot com. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for trivia. That is it. All right. Well, we have a couple of updates before we get to our interview with Chris. Um, let's go with some Twitter polls. So I've recently started doing polls on our Twitter so if you want to take part in these polls, I think we're going to do one every week. Uh, just go to at W-O-T Main Street on Twitter. Uh, I have done two polls, and the first one was, what attraction is superior at Disneyland, the Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh. I wanted to know what Twitter well, thought. I think well, well, I didn't know you did this, and I'm just going to – I don't know the Twitter answer. Twitter is I'm wrong guess. or it's right. So I'm going to guess that it's pirates. So uh, just like Braden, Twitter is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they they did side on pirates. Boo. Uh, pirates won 58% to 42, and that was uh, yeah, a total, know why. Was you a wanna, total of 19 You, you want to know why, though? Pirates is a family experience. Where is so is Haunted Mansion? You're in a doom buggy That's that you're sitting with two people. You can only fit. Two you can to only three. fit two to three okay. people. I see what you're saying. So what I'm saying I is that you, were you can about interact. The no, 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 no. You can interact. You can. I mean, that's why with pirates, we we used to go to Disneyland every other year with my great grandma. Uh -huh. And like I said, what it was is we would fit all of us in a boat. Yeah. And so I mean, you're talking the whole family in one or two boats. And you just don't have that in hot. Yeah. yeah. That aspect of it, I can definitely agree with. That's a good point. Thank you. Good point. Thank but Hannah Mansion is still correct. Yes. <laughs> but Twitter redeemed themselves. So I had another poll <laughs> for Halloween. These polls can't be biased, though. Let's <laughs> yeah, that's true. For Halloween, should the Haunted Mansion be normal or holiday? Normal. And Twitter... Voted fifty three percent normal. Yeah, I hate against forty seven. It just drives me nuts holiday. having it be the Nightmare Before Christmas for, for Halloween. Halloween. How is it's it fifty three percent? I know, it right? At, it's like, like the best haunted house. You know, you could ask for. Yeah. You know, the day after Halloween, that's fine. Put Nightmare Before. Yeah, that's Christmas what I was telling up. somebody at work. Like, spend November changing it to holiday. Yeah, like have November first, shut it down. Yeah, I don't know why they have the Nightmare Before Christmas for Halloween. That makes no sense. Yeah, I know. I know, Whatever. but uh, that's all right. So what if we're gonna, gonna if do? we're gonna continue these polls, we got to do something other than Haunted Mansion. No, I know, I know, no, no, that's um, okay. I just I was just curious like Mansion. if people were Is it better to sit on the right side <laughs> of the doom buggy or the left side of the doom buggy? The right. You're wrong, but... it's the middle. <laughs> <laughs> like 
You ride Holy it alone. Hell. You ride it alone. One thing I did do, oh, I don't goodness. know if I said this before, but it was like the last ride of the night, and Colby didn't want to ride it because we had Beck, so yeah. she just wanted to stay with Beck. But me and my parents went on, and uh, we went down the stretch room, and... It was just like six people in the stretch room. Nice. And I just let everybody go ahead of me, even my parents. I'm like, get out of here, go. So I'm in the hallway by myself with the changing portraits. And I go around the corner and nobody's there except for the the people working the ride. It was just a cool feeling. It was a little more eerie. So other than being in the stretch room, you got to experience that whole ride by yourself. Yeah. I had like 20 doom buggies without anybody on my left. And then nobody on the right. That's awesome. And so I was in the seance room all by myself. That's That's a little creepier without people in there. Yeah. I must say. But uh, has anybody, do we know anybody who's been, I mean, I don't even know if if it's even possible. Well, it's possible, but. That has not gotten off when they were supposed to and gone all the way around? Um, I think my great-grandma did. Yeah, but that's because that's where they unload for yeah. the handicap. You have she to had a wheelchair. Around. So if you're a wheelchair, then you get to... Yeah. yeah. I think I my cousin and an aunt got to ride with her. Just to see what's back there. Yeah, like, I'm going to fake Because it's, it's not like they're going to take you. It's not like they're you're going to go... They have like another like ghost lighted. back there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not like... That's gonna... where the hat box ghost has been hiding all these years. Mm, no, but like for real. It's not like it. they're going to go and it's like lights on. Like, oh, hey, hey. You know, like, no. Disney's still going to keep the illusion. Custodian's back there. Just yeah. sweeping. You know what I mean? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> sweep, sweep, sweep. Anyway. Right. But anyway, on the, um, the topic of Halloween, there's some news about Halloween in California adventure. Uh, they announced Guardians of the Galaxy's change for Halloween. Did you guys read about it? A little bit. Vaguely. Did I read didn't read it? the whole article, but I did notice the title Monsters After Monsters Dark. Monsters After Dark. So do you guys, did you guys hear, did you read about what it was? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm assuming monsters are coming out. Okay. So dark. here's the cool thing, right? So you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yes. On YouTube. Or some of you have probably written it. Uh, but you break out the Guardians of the Galaxy and all these monsters are out. And now, Monsters After Dark takes place right after that. They had left Baby Groot in there. And you need to go in with Rocket to save Baby Groot from all mm. these monsters. That's cool. That are now loose. That are now loose in the uh, Collector's Fortress. Mm, that's cool. Which is kind of awesome. And what I thought was cool is during the day it's the normal ride. And then at night. And then at night when it gets dark, cool. it's that the is, Halloween. That is cool that they can do that with this new update. Yeah. They can change it that quickly. Yeah. I thought that was sick. Yeah, that's really cool. Rather than just shutting the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> you so. know how long that line is going to get. I know. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be back to opening day <laughs> for Guardians lines. Well, I mean, that's what they've said is that now Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the top producing rides in the Disneyland parks. Yes. yes. In yep. ge- like you're talking worldwide parks. Yes. It's, it's this isn't just Disneyland. Very this well. Is, this is around the world. So yeah. I'm sure you'll see a lot of things to follow. And they're not going to do monster mash for the music. Like yeah. I thought <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. So it's an original score from Tyler Bates who scored the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would um, be cool. Um, cool. There has been a little bit of um, concept art floating around for Flows V8 and Cars Land being Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I've seen so some of that. At first I thought it was real and then I was like, oh wait, no, that looks really <laughs> tacky actually. But 
Um, I bet in real life it'll look really cool. Yeah, the yeah, way that really I've seen decent. it look, um, some of the stuff that's kind of hanging between the oh yeah. up over the street, like during Christmas time, you've got like the air filters and everything up there making like the wreaths and everything. Yeah. But this has got almost like cones and like it looks like a face piping that looks like yeah, a scary it's cool. face. Yeah. It's really cool looking. So I'm looking forward to seeing actual pictures when it's installed. Yeah. For so if anybody goes Springs. for Halloween, Halloween, take pictures, send Please. them our way, uh, and let us know yeah, how put, you like it. Put them on our Facebook. Yeah, we welcome that. So facebook.com slash word on the main street is where you can uh, find us there. So, all right. You guys have anything to add on the that topic? I don't think so. I mean, just I'm wanted just to get excited that out to there see, for people to know. See the uh, videos that come up when... Yeah. All that starts happening. Yeah. Because I won't get to go see it this year. I won't either. So, all right. Well, without any further ado, uh, here is our interview with Chris Linden from Jiminy Cricket's podcast and DisneyChris.com. Uh, here you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're here interviewing Chris Linden. Um, Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so well, now that that's been established, <laughs> yeah, know, right? <laughs> Let's get down to business. So, tell us tell us a bit about yourself and what you do. Well, I uh, uh grew up in Southern California, about one hour's drive from Disneyland. Jealous? Uh, what, where at? <laughs> where exactly? A little sleepy town called Camarillo oh, in I'm... Ventura County. Do you know okay. that one, Braden? No, I don't. I'm I'm really familiar with uh, uh, Riverside County and a uh, little bit of San Bernardino County. So, yeah, I'm north. I yeah. was north of L.A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you're saying an hour, and I'm like, okay, I know a couple places an hour away from Disneyland <laughs> that I lived in. So anyway, continue. It's right next to Thousand Oaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. So uh, that's where I grew up. So I spent my childhood going to Disneyland quite often. Uh, I was born in the early 70s, so I watched The Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday nights. That's the only time that you could watch Disney because there was no VCRs. There was no digital downloads. Um, once a year they'd show Mary Poppins on TV. There's no cable either. So, I mean, you had to wait. And then of course they re-released the films in the theaters every eight years or so. So you could see them that way, but it was a little bit more when I was a kid, I feel like the kids today kind of are spoiled because they can have all the Disney they want anytime they want. But when I was a kid, I had to take it when I could get it. <laughs> so you had a better appreciation than yeah. these kids today, the these young whippersnappers. <laughs> now, all, I mean, we all we all have we all have kids, the three of us here, and I'm pretty sure we all have Disney movies on our phones, like yeah. on oh, the yeah. go. Yeah. Like, if the kids are screaming exactly. at the grocery store, it's like, here, do you want to watch Nemo? You want you want Dory? Like, who do you want, buddy? Yeah. Right. And the thing is, I used to get in fights with my father because Disney came on at seven o'clock on Sunday. At the same time, his favorite show, 60 Minutes, came on on another <laughs> channel. <laughs> so eventually he gave up and bought a second TV. Hey, there you go. 
Disney awesome. is that important. You need more than one set if that's the case. So, so how long did you live in California for? I lived there till I was seventeen. Okay. And were you guys like annual pass holders or? People didn't do that so much back then because, well, originally when they still had the ticket books, they didn't even offer annual passports. Yeah. Uh, when I got a little bit older, it wasn't that expensive to go, and we only went maybe twice a year, so we didn't get an annual passport. I didn't become an annual pass holder until I graduated from college. I went to college, finished high school, went to college in Massachusetts, and I returned to California after I graduated, and I became an annual pass holder at that time. And I lived in L.A. for about three years after I graduated high school, uh, college. Okay, cool. And so you're back in the um, northeastern part of the country now, right? Right. About three years later, I came back to um, Massachusetts and eventually made my way down a little bit to Rhode Island. And I live in Providence, Rhode Island now. Cool. Wow. Very cool. This is our uh, longest Skype interview we've ever done. Yeah. We're, get, we're getting <laughs> long distance now. <laughs> We're crossing time zones. I, I asked these guys, I thought you were coming to my house today. And I'm like, <laughs> so so is he, oh. like, what time is he supposed to be here? They're like, he lives Wanna in Rhode Island. Ticket. <laughs> right? Don't come out here to Salt Lake. Yeah, this, yeah. this podcast uh-huh. isn't lucrative enough to be flying anybody out yet. <laughs> Not so. yet. We'll, we'll get there. Right. <laughs> Tony Baxter, we're coming for you when that happens. <laughs> right. So um, from what I understand, you worked at Disney World, correct? Yes, when I actually I worked at both Disneyland and Walt. Oh, Disney. you've worked at Walt. Okay, one of them. I'm. I don't know if there's many of them. I say there. I don't think there's many that have done both. Yeah, that's my first job when I was 16. Oops, I just bumped into the mic. My first job when I was 16 <laughs> was uh, it was my very first job of any job, not just Disney. Any job was I worked at Disneyland as a dishwasher. Uh, I wasn't even 18 yet. Um, it was the summer of 1990, and um, it was a 35th anniversary going on and all that with those big blow-up floats and the party gras parade cool. and the Dick Tracy Dick Tracy Crime Stoppers show at Videopolis. Oh, wow. So it's all happening. Yeah, this is so, like way beyond like our realm of knowledge because i'm the oldest one here and i was born in 86 so i was only oh. four years old at this time so. i was i was born in 73 so oh nice <laughs> yeah just a little bit but that's but that's i cool. i um actually rented a room in a condo of a little old lady that lived about 10 blocks from disneyland and i rode my bike to work i didn't even have a driver's license yet um, cause like I said, I, I lived an hour away, so I had to live, rent a place in order to work at Disneyland. I was still in high school. This was a summer job. Um, and I worked as a dishwasher at the in-between, which is, um, actually it was the in-between and the Plaza Inn. If you don't know, I don't know if there still is today. There may be, there was a employee or a cast member cafeteria on the opposite side, same building as the Plaza Inn. So uh-huh. side-facing Central Plaza was a guest facility, you know, like a nice, fancy 
you know, the Plaza Inn. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then the kitchen was in the middle, and then on the back was the in-between, which was a cast member cafeteria, and they huh. shared the same kitchen. And the cast member cafeteria faced behind Main Street, behind um, Star Tours, you know, that area back there. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was, um, I don't know if it still is today. It could be. I'm not exactly sure. But at the time, it was called the in-between, and it was a cast member. So I had to do the dishes for both. Nice. So that's kind of like right behind the baby center, right? Yes, it okay. is. Okay, cool. Right hmm? So I, it was a tough job. I didn't really enjoy it, and I didn't get to see the park. I was stuck in that kitchen all all day. And the the thing that annoyed me the most was I had to wear this. I wanted to wear, like, a nice costume and everything, but I had to wear this ugly white, you know, kitchen <laughs> costume. And then all the bus boys um, would come in in their nice bow ties and vests and everything and <laughs> dump the dishes and I'd have to clean them. Oh man. So it's kind of degrading for me. <laughs> but <laughs> I dealt with it. But I I did that for one summer and that and I spent all my I got into Disneyland for free, so I spent all my days off in Disneyland that summer. It was great. Yeah, that's really cool. So um, then, then I went to college in Massachusetts, and I was in the Walt Disney World College program. Yeah, oh, cool. I've That's heard of that. Awesome. I had a friend who did that a couple years ago. Yeah, I did this in the '90s. I did it two semesters. I went back a second time. The first time it was in the um, the fall semester, from like September till after Christmas, and I was a custodian on Main Street in the Magic Kingdom. And when I went back the following summer of 96, I finally got a position that I wanted. (laughs) And I was finally working on attractions. And I got to be um, a flight attendant, or they call it an astro attendant, at that was still called MGM Studios back then, at Star Tours. And I was cross-trained. I also worked as an usher at the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. Oh, cool. So I did both of those in the studio. Um, So, yeah, I've worked at three different Disney parks, actually, if you think about it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is true. The two in Florida and the one in uh, California. So let me ask you, when you're in Florida, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't they have housing available for their college program yes they do they have a place called vista way yeah where all the college program kids stay and they deduct part of your salary your hourly not salary. it's an hourly (laughs) they deduct part of it for your rent so is it is that like a dorm style or is that do you have your own room and well, you have to share a room with one other person, but it's kind of like um, individual, like ap- two-bedroom apartments. Oh, okay. So you'd have like four people in one apartment, two in each bedroom, and then like a kitchen and living room. And they're just set up like a normal, like, you know, middle-class yeah. apartment. They're yeah. nice. That's nice. Neither, neither one of these guys have been to Disney World. I've been once. Um, we, we're hoping to go again soon, but 
I was telling them the, the transportation system there is amazing as well. So you probably didn't have to have your car or anything down there, did you? Or, or was there a No, separate... they bus they bus they had buses just for Vista Way that brought us to work every day and back. So would and, it uh, would it stop by every park or was it dropping you off at of that main hub and then you rode the regular that all the guests were, were riding? Does that no, make sense? it would it would draw it there'd be different buses for each each park or if you didn't work in the parks for each different facility i was gonna say i would be really surprised if disney had their employees or cast members on the on the same bus ride over as their guests that'd be really i'd be really shocked to hear that well i think that and i could be wrong because i worked in a park so i'm not sure but i think that if you worked in an area that was not in the parks like if you worked in a hotel or something like that then you might have to take the the guest transportation but those were few and far you know there weren't that many people that did that if you worked in the regular parks you definitely there was a a bus that brought you to each park yeah and the bus for the magic kingdom is actually behind the magic kingdom really Uh, and then you would enter and it may have changed since they expanded fantasy land recently but you would actually enter from behind it's a small world, huh? Because it was actually like it was it it was where the tunnel well not the tunnel but the utilidor entrance was yeah was right behind where it's a smaller woods was actually one story up so hmm. so the for park you guys was raised one story yeah it was really strange the yeah. way it was set up so reference for you guys the it's a small world in Disney World is not in the same location that it is in Disneyland. Uh-huh. It's actually when you walk underneath the castle it's actually over to the left-hand side rather than to the right-hand side like huh. it is in Disneyland. Huh. So it's a little bit It would bit be different. like if you were comparing if you were comparing location it's a small world would sort of roughly be where Casey Jr yeah. is. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. okay. Yep. I got gotcha. you. That's yep, that's perfect. So Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So, having worked at both Disney parks, do you have a preference of Disneyland or Disney World? Does one kind of outweigh the other? I definitely have a place in my heart for Disneyland. Yeah. (laughs) Over Disney World, even though I've been to both and experienced both. I grew up in California going to Disneyland, so that's really where my first introduction to Disney was, and... What I really am mostly interested in is the original Disneyland. When we've talked about Walt that, Disney was. yeah, yeah. We've, we've talked about that numerous times on our podcast. Just that, you know, I mean, I I love Disney World. Like I would go back to Disney World any day. But Disneyland, there's just such a unique perspective of that, knowing that Walt walked there and he rode these rides and he did that. Whereas Disney World, you just don't have that same spirit about Walt, I guess, walking around the park. So. I don't know. Yeah. There's there's different things, pros and cons about both. There are pros and cons about both, but one thing I really prefer about Disneyland is it has nooks and crannies and little hidden byways and everything's so close together and intimate. And it just feels more magical to me that way. Disney World is so spread out. Yeah. So planned out. Disneyland grew more organically. And it has more of a real feeling to it. 
That's awesome. So, that makes sense. Yeah. That's a really good perspective, though, I think. Yeah, I've yeah. never thought about that before. That they... And also the scale of the building. Like, Disney World, you feel like everything's really tall and towering over you. Whereas in Disneyland, everything is real... Like, they use a lot of that for... They still use forced perspective in Disney World, but they use it to a much greater degree in Agreed. Disneyland. Yeah. And all the buildings are tiny and... They just seem real charming and storybook-like. And yeah. yeah. I prefer awesome. that. So um, what what do you like most about the Disney parks? Um, yeah, about either either one of them, Disney World, Disneyland. Both. <laughs> well, probably people would probably say my biggest thing that I like about them is the music because I have a whole website that I devote to collecting and restoring and presenting the audio history of the park. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, if it's something a little bit more tangible that, you know, because I can experience the music without being in the parks. Yeah. I mean, at least now I can. When I was younger, I couldn't because it wasn't, they didn't have the internet when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. The only way to hear the Tiki Room soundtrack was to go to the Tiki Room. Oh, yeah. You yeah. couldn't bring it home with you. So it was a different time. That was something that I really enjoyed about the parks when I was a kid was all the unique audio that you couldn't experience outside of the park. And now that I can experience all of that audio at home, it's like a miracle for me. Yeah. Because that's something I wanted when I was a kid more than anything. <laughs> Is to be able to bring all that home with me. Yeah. But um, I think the thing that I like most about the parks is is those special attractions that Walt Disney personally had a hand in creating the classic attractions. Oh, yeah. Like It's a Small World and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and, you know, things like the Disneyland Railroad and... Just all the things that Walt Disney created himself before he left. So those that's really what I love most about the parks. I'm kind of an old-fashioned kind of a guy. I like the traditional stuff. I'm not into the bright, new, shiny, flashy yeah. stuff. I like the, the old-school stuff that's that's tested and proven. And yeah. it doesn't have to be you know the latest film franchise. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You know, I have a, I have a really random question. Hope it's okay that I jump in real quick. But, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, here in Utah, we have a lot of people who obviously go to Disneyland yearly, bi-yearly. You know, I mean, they're going quite a bit. And then every once in a while, you hear people tossing around Disney World. You know, it's kind of like a extra special occasion to go to Disney World because they want to do it. Being back on the East Coast, do you have mainly, like, the people around you, do you hear them mainly go into Disney World? Or do you have the same hype, like, people want to go to Disneyland to see that? Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. People in, in around here that aren't really as, well, there's not that many people that are as into Disney as I am, but <laughs> especially around here, I think the thing is it's more common for people to be um, big Disney fans the closer you are to a park. Like for you guys out in Utah, you're, you know, just, a few hours from California. Um, but the further you get to like, if you get out to Kansas or, you know, way out there, people aren't going to think about Disneyland as much. Yeah. 
the further away and the same with the east coast the further up you get the least you're going to find the less you're going to find disney fans there's more disney fans in north carolina than there are in rhode island and the thing is people in rhode island typically the average person confused they don't even know the difference between disneyland and disney <laughs> what? they can they confuse the two and i'm constantly like when one thing i get asked all the time is um like people say they're going to disneyland when they're talking about going to florida or they talk about going to disney world when they, they don't they they call each the other and they don't know which is which and then the question I get asked all the time by people constantly that aren't into Disney is, which is better, Disneyland or Disney World? <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're comparing apples it's to like, oranges. It's, it's not, not the same. an easy question to answer. Yeah. For sure. My standard, my standard answer to that is, though, that if you, if you take the Magic Kingdoms and compare them side by side, I think Disneyland's Magic Kingdom is better than Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. But if you compare the whole resort. resort versus the Disneyland Resort, then probably Florida would probably win. Do you know what? I like that. That's yeah. that's probably spot on. That's like the best way you well, can really we, explain that. When we spent... I mean, we were in Disney World for a week, and we I, I think we spent a day maybe tops in the Magic Kingdom. Like, it just... Yeah. To me, it wasn't anything new. I wanted when I went to Florida, we wanted something new and exciting, you know. And I felt like the Magic Kingdom to me was really oddly familiar, but it was like, I don't know, I, I, it was just different. And so I, I found myself liking Epcot and Animal Kingdom so much more than I liked the Magic Kingdom, just because it was a new experience for me. Yeah. Well, another thing that's strange is that. Well, it's a good thing that some of the classics that are no longer in California still exist in, in Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Like the original Swiss Family Treehouse is still yep. in Florida. And the Country Bear Jamboree. Yep. The Carousel of Progress and the People Mover. So those things are really, you know, special and make the Magic Kingdom special. But overall... I think Disney, and especially the one thing that really bothers me about the Magic Kingdom is there, it's a small world facade. <laughs> it's, inside, it's, just, it's inside a building. That's awesome. No, it's right. terrible. Well, the, oh. the building, the building really? on the out, do you remember the, do you, have you seen all seen pictures of what the original Fantasyland looked like? Wasn't it like, almost like circus tent style, like, yeah. under, like medieval, exactly. like, right, yeah. right, tents. right. Walt Disney World's Fantasyland, except for the new parts that were added about four years yeah. ago, still look like that. They never redid them. Like the front of Peter Pan still looks like the original Fantasyland from California before huh. they redid that. And yeah. it's a small world's facade looks like that too. Yeah, it's I'm just, just showing. Those, I'm showing them a picture. That's weird. It's it's, <laughs> it's almost tacky, right? Like it almost yeah. and is, then it, when it's you, super cheesy. When you, when you go inside, you go down a ramp, and the facade that you see in California is indoors. But it's like a miniature version. It's not the same. It's That's not even. Weird. It's not even close to the same. I remember walking up to that, and I was super stoked about Peter Pan because Peter Pan is literally across the walkway from that. They they're 
right, right across right. from each other. And I saw Peter Pan, and they had the moving platforms for the for the ride. And I was like, heck yeah! I was like, oh, small worlds, like let's go. And I walked in, I was like, oh, this sucks. Like <laughs> I don't even think we rode it. I really don't think we did because I'm like, this. There's no way I'm getting on that. Well, the interesting there's two interesting things about it's a small world in Florida compared to Disneyland. Um, the one in Florida, the indoor facade that looks like the California facade, that's new. That wasn't there in the really? 90s. It was just a weird, like, geometric shapes of different colors <laughs> with lights around it. It wasn't the same as what oh, it looks man, like now. That's disappointing. <laughs> it was even worse before now because they f- at least put the same facade from California inside but that's only the past like maybe 17 years that it's been like that before that it was even less special on the inside (laughs) but once you get in the boat and get into the attraction believe it or not the actual attraction itself is much better in walt disney world really and the reason for that is in disneyland they have the canal the canal it's all canals where like the waterways aren't spread out they're all in little canals that you the water's only as as uh, wide as the boat is like there's only a little bit of water on each side of your boat uh-huh. and you can see that you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah yeah in disney world it the water is all spread out the whole room just like pirates of the caribbean okay. oh cool that's kind of awesome so they call that a flooded room and so it just looks so much more beautiful that way. And also, Disneyland has a lot of places where there's nothing on one side. Oh, yeah. Like when you first go into the um, European room, there's a whole black wall there with nothing yeah. on one side. <laughs> but they planned out the Walt Disney World version better, so there's none of that. There's stuff on every side, every room. That's and awesome. I just feel overall it was much better thought out and designed. So even though... The facade and the queue area is not as special in Florida. The actual attraction itself, in my opinion, and some people don't agree with this, but in my opinion, I think it's better in Let's, Disney World. So, so you should have, go- you should have I, gone on. I, it. I don't remember going on. I remember looking at it, or maybe it broke down, or so. I don't remember. Don't it's judge a, a book by its cover. And I did. I guarantee you, I did. Don't hey, judge, let me ask judge you this: an since we're, since we're comparing rides. Um, sorry, these guys are probably bored because I love like I love talking about Disney World. <laughs> this is Braden's thing. This is so. my thing. So compare Space Mountain and Disneyland versus Space Mountain in Florida. Which do you prefer? I prefer the one in Disneyland. The one in Florida is not as um, it's terrible. It's it's a <laughs> lot. It's not as uh, it's more tame. It's not as wild as the one in California. Yeah. And they're more bobsled like, like they're. It's like an indoor version of the Matterhorn. Yeah, because it's single rider. Like there's not a side by side thing. Yeah, they don't have the onboard audio. Oh, that's lame. The, so there's no music as you go through. Oh, <laughs> um, that's a damn. And, and it it's just it's older. You can tell it's older because the one in Florida opened first. Yeah, you know? the one in Florida opened in '75. And the one in California opened in 77. So they kind of, when they built the second version of it, they learned from their mistakes when they built the first one. And they improved it when they put it in California. Yep, thank so goodness. It's, it's definitely better in California. And one major difference is the um, 
there's two different sets of tracks in the um, in Florida. Florida version. Just like the Matterhorn has two yep. tracks, the Florida Space Mountain has two tracks. And you sit the exact same like in as the Matterhorn. That's that's how you right. sit on the Space Mountain in Florida. Huh. Which so everybody so says unique. there's no Matterhorn in Disney World, but there really oh, is. There really is. There's no, <laughs> there's no Space Mountain. That's really right. that's really cool. Um, and then what about Pirates of the Caribbean? Park to park. Oh well, there's no comparison. Disney. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what? I watched something the other day on, I think it was on Half Baked. Did you know that was supposed to be a walkthrough attraction? Yeah. Yes. It was yeah. supposed to be a wax museum. It was supposed to be a wax Ooh, museum. And you didn't they, know that, they Sean? had built up. No. I, I watched this little documentary on it, and I thought it was really interesting that when Walt wanted it, they had to build up the walls because the Rivers of America were on one side and the Jungle Cruise was on the other. So they had to build these walls up. And they planned to build a wax museum. Well, then they put on halt for the World's Fair, went and did all that, came back, and they said, this wax museum is going to be terrible. We can't do that. They had to tear up the foundations and redo them for Pirates of the Caribbean. Interesting. Fun fact. Braden's learning a little Disney history. They already had started the construction of it, and then they got distracted by the World's Fair and put the whole thing on hold. So in, in in Disneyland, there were like construction walls there for like four years and nothing was happening on one side of Frontierland. It was all blocked off. And um, so then when they came back from the World's Fair, they decided that there wasn't enough room inside the train tracks. So they actually came up with the idea of going down a waterfall so you could go underneath the train tracks. (laughs) And the whole show building is on the opposite side of the train. Outside the berm. Yeah. And they yeah. did the same thing when they built the Haunted Mansion. Yep. That's what, why they have the elevators. They mm-hmm. take you down so you can go underneath the train tracks, and then the main show building is outside of the park. Yeah, because yeah. I know that they were thinking about doing Haunted Mansion as a walkthrough as well. I didn't know mm-hmm. that about Pirates. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah Actually, it's... originally they were going to put the Haunted Mansion near where Pirates is. Interesting. It's going to kind of be like... It was going to have its back to where the Jungle Cruise is, but then eventually it moved further down to where it is now. And that's interesting, too. They actually built the Haunted Mansion facade. They had the whole outside of the building completed in Mm -hmm. 1962, but the attraction didn't open until 1969. So the building building sat empty for years before they finally put the attraction yeah. inside of it. Yeah. So I think they got distracted with the World's, World's Fair. Fair. Uh, World's Fair, then they well. were doing the, then they, when they came back from the World's Fair, it was all about putting everything from the fair back into the yep. park. <laughs> they redid Tomorrowland completely. They built New Orleans and um, Pirates of the Caribbean and then after they finally got all that done, then and they oh they also put in it's a small world. Yep. All that got done after the fair. Finally, when they checked off all that stuff from the list, then they finally got over to the haunted mansion and got that done yeah. by sixteen. And I think and that another... was an amazing time for that park. It was probably the most expansive time, um, aside from when the park was originally built. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think about it. From 1955 to 1969, that's 14 years. If you think about how much 
was added to that park from the day Disneyland opened until the day the Haunted Mansion opened. It's incredible to think how much that park grew in yeah. such a short time. Well, and not only that, but how many solid rides and attractions came in during right. that time. Yeah. You're not just right. talking things that, you know, they popped up and failed. No, these are like Disneyland hey. staples. Yeah, that are mostly all still there. Yeah. And, and that's why I really appreciate the Imagineers from that era is the creativity that they had. And they were willing to, like, push the barrier as far as they could possibly push it to put together such a fantastic attraction. Yeah. Yeah. If I could go back in time to any year of Disneyland, I know people think about they ask themselves that question all the time uh-huh. if you're a Disney fan. I would probably go back to probably the Bicentennial, 1976. Because... They had a lot of the old classic things still left in the park. Yeah. But they also had a lot of the new special things. For sure. Like, for example, 76 was the last year they had the Nature's Wonderland Mine Train. Oh, yeah. Where they built Thunder Mountain. So, and then they had um, the Country Bear Jamboree was there by then. They still had America Sings and Adventure Through Inner Space. So there were a lot of things. (laughs) Yeah. I've always wanted to see Adventure Through Inner Space, but I never will. (laughs) I would really like to go back and see America Sings. I wrote it a few times as a kid. I remember it a little bit. I was really young, but I do remember certain things about it. It was pretty wild. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's 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 a good time. I love Disney. I, I would love to see some of these old attractions. Um, so going back to your website, you briefly mentioned DisneyChris.com. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, like I said, I I as a kid wanted to take the audio from Disneyland home with me, and there was such a limited amount that you could. They had a few record albums with just little snippets, like they had like a one-minute track of the Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho. There was an album called The Official Album of Disneyland that I had, and it was just really short stuff. I mean, I think I had a a record of um, the Country Bear Jamboree soundtrack. Are you guys still there? Yeah, we're still here. (laughs) Oh, I'm hearing like... Somebody's running the bath water or something. Uh, Braden's air just kicked <laughs> my <off>. furnace. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so um, I was like, I wanted more of it. Like, it wasn't enough. Like, I had the, the soundtrack to the Country Bear Jamboree. I had, like, the Main Street Electrical Parade soundtrack. I just little snips, whatever Disney would release. And just over time, I would collect more and more as a kid and make little mixes and do things and find what I could and I would go to the library and one day I went to the library and I found a record album of the Enchanted Tiki Room and I didn't even know there was a record of the Enchanted Tiki Room. That's awesome. I took it home and recorded it on cassette and it was a scratchy old record. It sounded (laughs) awful but to me it was like gold because I could listen to it without going to Disneyland. Um, so just little by little, I started collecting as a kid, started making mixtapes, you know, old analog equipment where you, ple- you pressed play, record, yeah. pause. Oh, yeah. I remember doing that. that. <laughs> I had a stereo system. So um, little by little, I would do that. And then as I got 
a little bit older, I started um, recording onto CDs. That was a new technology that came around, recordable CDs, and I would make new mixes on CDs. And I would package them and give them as gifts to my family for Christmas and whatnot. And they didn't really care because they weren't <laughs> Disney. But um, then I discovered the Internet. Woo. And um, I learned that there's a lot more people besides me that are actually interested in this music. Because my family really wasn't. So I started putting together little... Well, first of all, I learned how to edit audio on the computer and then i learned there was a whole bunch of available audio through on on the online you know stuff that's no longer being used by disney just they kind of discard and then people who really care about the audio they collect it and they trade it and it's stuff that's no long it's stuff that's out of print you know that you can't mm -hmm. you can't find anywhere so little by little, I just started getting into it. And at first, I made little collections, and then I would release them on a site that I used to go to called Mouse Bits, where you could share um, out-of-print audio. We, they had a strict rule where you couldn't trade audio that could be purchased that was still being sold, you know. But anything that's, like, no longer in print, you know, anything that's Disney's not selling at the present time, could be traded on that website so i created a whole collection uh, uh the magical music of disneyland and i it was i did it like with the idea that you would burn it onto a cd so um everything was set up so that it it was little chapters that could all be burned onto cd so they had to be exactly 80 minutes each because that's how much a cd yeah. could hold <laughs> 80 minutes so I did a Main Street CD, I did an Adventureland CD, whatever, whatever. And then I decided, well, this isn't really working because I have a lot more than I can share this way. So I tried to start an online radio station. Awesome. And that became a real pain because <laughs> I just don't have the capacity to, to do that. I was running it, but then it would crash my computer constantly and... Not that many people were going to it because you couldn't pick what you wanted to hear. You just had to like listen to whatever was playing. Yeah. So then I decided the best thing to do was to create my own website where I can share the music and you can go there and play whatever music you want to hear anytime you want. So I kind of, through what I learned through creating those chapters that were burned onto CD, I kind of created chapters for my website. So I have a Main Street page. I have an Adventureland page. But now I'm not limited to 80 minutes. I can put as much on there as I want. Mm -hmm. um, and you can listen to it. You know, I have a way that you can... I call it continual play. So if you don't want to just, like, hit on every single individual track you want to listen to, but you're at work and you just want to have background music, you can listen to continual play and it'll play like four hours of audio straight. Right now I have about, uh, I have 1,450 audio tracks. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and I'm probably going to be adding about, that much i'm probably about a half done adding what i have to add That's when i'm crazy. done i'm probably going to have about three thousand individual tracks on the site it's it's something i've been working on for years 
And it's something I'm probably going to be continuing to work on for years. And it's really my goal to catalog and preserve and, and document all of the different music that was heard in Disneyland from the beginning. And that includes not just attractions, but live bands that played in yeah. the parks. <laughs> That's awesome. Musicians, um, ambient sound effects, like the sounds that you hear in the park. I mean, I even have the sound of somebody eating popcorn because <laughs> that's something you would hear in the park, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and, yeah, so it's kind of become a project that I work on constantly. I'm constantly updating it. I probably add – I'm always adding new stuff to the, to the site, and um, it's growing year by year. And the thing is, I can't even keep up with it because – as much as I add, Disney keeps creating new things. Yeah, yeah. And there's more to add, you know. I That's do. Amazing. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked through all of your uh, tracks yet, uh, but do you have stuff like I know on Main Street they have the sound of a, a dentist doing some work on a guy, and they have somebody showering. Do you have have that type of audio as well? Oh yeah. That's, that's on cool. there. Wow. <laughs> it's called the Painless Dentist. Yeah, oh, that's a fun. And one. then they have the um, the Marcelin Hotel, which is where you hear the, because it's a hotel, so you hear the guy getting up in the morning uh-huh. and taking a shower and gargling and yeah. brushing his teeth. <laughs> and then there's the Main Street Music School, where you hear the piano lesson. It's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, you can hear all that, that's and you fantastic. can hear the on the you can hear the telephone um when you go into the market house and you can pick up the telephone and listen Uh, to the conversations that's on there oh cool (laughs) that's awesome all that type of stuff not just music that's why i'm always calling it tracks Uh because it's not always music sometimes it's it's sound effects sometimes it's um announcements for different things you know all that type of narration Uh all that type of stuff i even have some of the things that happen live that aren't necessarily recorded like for example if a live spiel is given um i will reenact the live spiel and record it and then present it on the website i actually recorded my own voice doing the omnibus spiel oh cool (laughs) so you go down main street you and i'm you know, describing all the buildings as you pass them on Main Street. Uh, and you could hear the sound of the omnibus motor. And you hear some music in the, the Main Street music in the background. And you hear the the car horn and the motor revving and everything. And I have it so that my voice sounds muffled, like I'm talking into an intercom. Uh, so it really sounds like you're really riding the omnibus. That's awesome. But that's really I'm, cool. I'm being the tour guide so <laughs> so you've worked more than just being a dishwasher at disneyland you've worked the omnibus yeah. and right nice that's really cool I, I mean i visited disney chris a few times and i really liked when you were able to uh, enable that continual play rather than having to yeah. go in and start each track because i am outside yeah. working all the time and it's super easy for me to just get it on my phone hit the continual play and just go to work right yeah and i realize like i have tracks that are like 30 seconds long and you 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 don't want to click on that because you have to keep clicking on 30 second long tracks like i have tracks for old television commercials 
you know, Disneyland TV commercials, I edit the audio and add it to the site. Those are only like 30 seconds long. So, and then I have tracks that are an hour long. So it's like, how do I, I want you to be able to hear all of it, not just like the hour long ones, you know, so I decided to do the continual play and somebody showed me how to do that. So that was something that I really was happy yeah, that yep. it's amazing uh, how much you've got on there cuz that I mean that's a huge like labor of love. You 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 have to really appreciate Disney Audio to spend that much time compiling yeah, all that. Yeah. Yeah. I spent all day today trying to find music for different um bands that played at Disneyland in the 1960s. Oh wow. And I just scouring the internet looking for audio all day. It's can be frustrating sometimes and sometimes you can't find exactly what you're looking for and it can be a little you know disappointing but it's you know it's something I enjoy. Uh-huh. It's the agony and the ecstasy I guess. <laughs> nice. Is there a piece of audio that you've wanted that you have not been able to to acquire? I have a whole wish list on the website uh. a few hundred things that i i kind of just like threw through everything out there uh-huh. on that list some things may not have any existing audio but if there is i just put it out there in case anybody sees the list and lets me know that oh yeah there is audio for that but yeah i have a, a list there's several things i do not have but the thing is, people discover my site and they want to contribute. So a lot of the things, a lot of things I thought I would never, ever, ever find, I have been contacted by people and they want to share. So that's um, great. There's I that those are good days when somebody says, um, "Are you looking for this?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> am I looking for this?" So yeah. That's really cool. So on top of putting together this amazing website, you also host a podcast as well, correct? I do, yes. So tell us a little bit about Jiminy Crickets. Well, we're coming on our second year. Um, It's uh, We just released episode number 78. We, We started off doing it as a weekly show, but we just turned over to doing it every other week. Um, that's recent, like the past month or so, we just started doing it every other week. So, um, it just got to be too much for me to do my website and the podcast. So it was a compromise that I had no choice but to make because it was just really too much. But, um, it, it's a show that we basically, we talk about anything and everything to do with Disney. We talk about the news, we talk about the history we talk about movies, parks, everything, you know, not just Disneyland. We talk about everything. And it's called Jiminy Crickets. Awesome. And it came up, people say, How'd you come up with that name? My original co host, who's no longer my co host, um, he uh, had another podcast that was for adults. Um, but it was a Disney podcast, but it was definitely for over 18 because he kind of had a he, he had a colorful language on, mm. on that show. 
But we, he actually approached me to do the show. He came to me and asked me if I wanted to do it. And he said he wanted to do a show that was more geared towards a family audience. That was more, it, maybe not G-rated, but maybe PG-rated. Um, and I said I would do the show with him. And so, if, if you don't know, the, the word Jiminy Cricket does not come from Pinocchio. It's an expression that existed before Pinocchio that people would use. Um, if you think about the first letter of the word Jiminy and the second word of the letter crickets, <laughs> it's a word people would use to replace, a, a, if you want to say the Lord's name in vain. Uh -huh. um, so, and there's other ones like Jeepers Crow and things like that that people will say when, you know, if they stub their toe, if they don't want to say the other thing, they'll say, Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> so what's funny is in the movie Snow White, there's a point where the dwarfs are, and Snow White came out three years before Pinocchio. There's a point where the dwarfs are startled and they all in unison go, Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> So that predated Pinocchio. So we we kind of joked that if he ever, if ever he wants to say a bad word on the show, that he should just say Jiminy Crickets instead. <laughs> so that's how we came up with the name of the show. That's actually really funny. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I've been listening to Jiminy Cricket since the beginning, and and it's yep. been it's been quite the evolution that you guys have gone through since the days of Mister yeah. the Skids. Yes, Jerry the Skids. And also, um, uh, we recently lost my second co-host. So yeah, I heard that. Just, yeah, we just started with our... Actually, it was Jerry Skids and me, and then a third host came on, William Dodson. And William is still on the show now, but after William came Todd, and Todd left the show on good terms, and um, but he just his life has gotten crazy. So now we have a new um, co-host who is our first female co-host. So hopefully that will add some new life to the show. Her name is Ruthie Brown. So we get a female perspective on the show. Nice. Yeah, I was just listening uh, to your newest episode. I yeah. was just listening to your guys' discussion about the new DuckTales cartoon yes so mm -hmm. so right. yeah I've, I've heard her <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been slowly introducing these two co-hosts of mine to different <laughs> disney podcasts that yeah. i've been listening to for quite a while that have helped inspire me to want right. to get into podcasting that's how i wanted to get into it by listening to other people do it and then um i was invited as a guest on um my first time being a guest on a podcast was uh, the Sweep Spot. Yes, with Lynn. Podcast with Lynn and uh, Ken. And they've continued to be good friends and supportive over the years. And we have a common bond in that, as I mentioned before, I was a custodian on Main Street in Florida, but they were both custodians at Disneyland. Yeah, so yep. we kind of have a little connection there. So. That's we've, awesome. We've spoken with Lynn once before, so yeah, he's, he's a, a really he's a fun guy. guy. Yeah. So, so, is there is there anything else you'd like to share about your podcast or your website or? Yeah, where can uh, where can our listeners go to to find you? 
Well, my um, if you want to hear all of the shows that I did, I only the past twenty five shows are available on um, iTunes. But if you want to, and if you want to listen to us on iTunes, it's Jiminy Crickets with an exclamation point. Just type that in, and in your if you look under podcasts, it'll pop up. But if you want to go beyond just the most recent twenty five shows, you have to go to our website which is jcricketspodcast.blogspot.com. And all of our past 78 shows are on there. Awesome. And then um, the um, other site is Disney, with all the music I talked about, is disneychris.com. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, Before we let you go, there's something we do like to do with our guests. Okay. Uh, we do a 20 questions, just kind of a rapid fire sort of thing. Okay. You ready for that? I'm ready. All right. Fire, fire at Will! <laughs> <laughs> All right. What Fate. did Will ever do? Why is everybody firing at Will? <laughs> that's a good question. That's what I want to know. That's not one of these. No, that's not <laughs> our question. So, Sean, take it away. All right. First question. What is your favorite ride in Disneyland? Oh, I have a very controversial answer. <laughs> There's a lot of people take ombrage to this answer. Uh, it's a small world. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That was my grandfather's favorite ride. That's true. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we hold him in high regard in our family, so yeah, that's a do. very <laughs> a very well uh, um, respected response. Yeah, he, I guess he didn't want to go to Disneyland to begin with, and they oh. finally got him to go, and uh, that was his favorite ride, Yep, and oh. he loved it. <laughs> so now every time I go anyway, I always have to ride it for my grandpa. Yeah. So, that's awesome. That's really cool. So favorite well, that's ride? My mom, that's my mom's favorite. I think hey, that's why I like That's it. all right. There's nothing wrong with Small World. It's a good one. <laughs> favorite ride in California Adventure? Well, I've never been to California Adventure. Oh, really? You have Interesting. I moved away before um, they built California Oh, Adventure. favorite ride in Disney World Resort? Um, past, present, does it have to still be there? You, you nope. can do Anything. whatever you want. Well, I think my favorite of all time would probably be the original World of Motion, um, where Test Track is located now. Okay. It was originally an audio animatronic ride through extravaganza where they talked about the history of transportation and it was done kind of comedically, very tongue in cheek, very Mark Davis esque characters. Yeah. I really loved that. And it's something they didn't have in California, so that was something I really appreciated. That was an old school Epcot attraction that no longer exists. Unfortunately. All right. What was your favorite show in the park? Yeah, I never got into shows until I got older. As a kid, I just wanted rides, rides, rides. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think I never. Well, I I did see it in person, but I was too young to remember. Um, cause I was really young and my family took me, um, but the golden horseshoe yeah. review, oh, that's man. Cool. 
I would I did love see to the have original. Seen that. I did see the original show, but I was probably about three years old, so oh. I really don't remember much about it. Um, you know, with Betty Taylor and Wally Bowe, yeah. they were still doing it. That's that amazing. That would have been cool. Um, but uh, unfortunately, I might. I was just like not having seen it because I don't uh. <laughs> remember it at all. I only remember it through watching, you know, video footage of it and whatnot, and the soundtrack. So that's why I know uh-huh. that I like it. Awesome. Uh, favorite parade? Oh, I'd, I'd say the Main Street, original Main Street electrical parade. Awesome. Yeah. Solid choice. Favorite land? Uh, I Probably Main Street, USA. Cool. Uh, what about your favorite snack? <laughs> uh, Dole Whip. Okay, good one. Uh, your favorite Followed very closely by I don't I don't think they even have them anymore. They have a variation that they used to have in New Orleans. They had the New Orleans fritter. Ooh. Now they have little tiny ones with apples inside. Uh-huh. Originally, it was just a big um, puffy ball with nothing inside of it. And it just tasted like um, a donut, but it was all soft and fluffy and uh-huh. sugary and. I love that. I think I need one of those. I know. <laughs> I'm on a diet. Kind of tasted a little bit like a churro, but a little bit lighter. Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so what's your favorite meal in the park? Um, I really like the baked chicken at the Plaza Inn. I don't think I've had that. I don't think I have either. I've heard good to... things about it, but I have not it's had real, it. It's really good. So I what... Love what is your favorite restaurant in the park? Uh, probably the Blue Bayou. Yeah. Okay. Who's your favorite character in the park? Mickey Mouse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's What's your favorite souvenir that you've purchased? Um. Gosh, I used to always get those little tiny porcelain character. Like they had all the different characters, and you could like buy a little. Uh, Mary Poppins one uh-huh. or Alice in Wonderland or Mickey or a Minnie or like they had all the characters and you could just buy huh. them individually. And I collected a lot of those growing up. I still have a lot of them. They're just little porcelain hand painted little statues. That's mm. really cool. Pro- probably about three or four inches high each. Cool. I'm, I'm kind of concerned about some of these other questions because there's dca <laughs> stuff in it because our next one is world of color or phantasmic well you can well, do, you can do phantasmic in disney world or phantasmic in disneyland yeah well i've never seen it in disney world but i i mean even though i haven't been there or haven't seen it i have watched them on that's YouTube. true okay the te- that's we good. have the technology we have the technology now <laughs> it can be seen and so, so i mean I probably would have to say Disneyland's Fantasmic. Awesome. Okay, yeah. we, we I think we know the one to this, but churro <laughs> or Dole Whip? I do love good, a good churro, but definitely a Dole Whip is, is the best because I just love taking one with you into the Tiki Room. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where, where do they sell the Dole Whip in Disney World? Do they? They have a little... Um, it's called, oh, well, I, I'm a little confused about it because it's all been rearranged the past couple of years, but it yeah. used to be 
there was a place called Aloha Isle Refreshments that was kind of n- closer to the entrance of Adventureland. And then there was another place. Well, they're both still there. There's another place called the Sunshine Tree Pavilion. And I think you couldn't get... That was next to the Tiki Room, but you couldn't get Dole Whips there. The only place you could get Dole Whips was over at the sun, the the Aloha Isle Refreshment. So, and then in Disney World, I think they changed the policy, but for a long time, they wouldn't let you bring your Dole Whip into the Tiki Room mm. with you. you so, hey. <laughs> and, but I think that's changed, and I think they actually sell the Dole Whips next door to the Tiki Room now. Awesome. So. All right, uh, Turkey Leg or Corn Dog? Definitely corn dog. I can't stand the turkey leg. <laughs> they don't even taste like turkey. I know, they, they taste, taste like ham. They taste like <laughs> emu. They taste like nothing. They taste like just, I'm Salt. Eating, like, just, like, just gross. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of them either. Gross, and I just don't even like looking at people eating them. I think it looks, and I remember um, I worked at, uh, at Walt Disney World when um, they first uh, opened the brand new Tomorrowland that they remodeled in 1995, 96, uh-huh. and they were. That's when they first started selling the turkey legs. <laughs> it was right around that same time in the mid 90s, and the version they sold, which is exactly what they sold all over the park, but they called them alien legs. <laughs> oh wow! Tomorrowland. <laughs> nice. Gross. That kind of turns the appeal off a little bit. It was the bit. same thing. It was just called an alien leg <laughs> instead of a turkey leg. It was huh. really weird. <laughs> so how about Marvel or Star Wars? Well, I'm not really a fan of either. but I, I Because to me, I grew up in an earlier generation than you, you guys. So to me, I don't associate... Star Wars and Marvel with Disney, uh-huh. but I do understand that they are now part of <laughs> Disney. But if I had to pick one, it would definitely be Star Wars. I mean, I did work yeah. on Star Tours, so oh, yeah, I do have a, I have a connection to that. <laughs> there you go. Franchise. Yeah. All right. So, do you prefer fireworks or parades? Oh, that's hard because I really I like both. Um. I have a slight edge to parades, I guess, just because I like the music and everything. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Mickey or Donald? Mickey. That's what I Mickey's thought. Mickey's my favorite <laughs> of all the characters. Yeah. Can't go wrong with a good Mickey. Absolutely. I love them all, but Mickey's my favorite. <laughs> Solid choice. Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion? A slight edge to Haunted Mansion. Yes. Yes. These guys are huge Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so that's probably my second. After it's a small world, that's uh, probably my second favorite. That's such a good, good attraction. <laughs> okay, so Haunted Mansion original or Haunted Mansion Holiday? Original. Okay. Good, good. Uh, maybe you didn't. I don't think you experienced this, but Space Mountain or Hyperspace Mountain? Well, I have not experienced Hyperspace Mountain, but I probably just knowing me. I I'm I like traditional and old school, so yeah. I don't like you know over overlays and all that stuff very much. So I, the only exception to that, there are two overlays that I really did love. When they did the Country Bear Christmas Jamboree, I loved that. That's a good one. And I love the It's a Small World overlay. Yeah, also, that's really yeah. good at Christmas. 
but um yeah i probably would prefer the original over the hyper so going off of that we probably know the answer to this one too (laughs) but the last question is the tower of terror or the new guardians of the galaxy mission breakout oh tower of terror yeah (laughs) i've heard i've heard guardians like i said i'm not a big marvel person yeah and second of all i just feel like it it's fine anywhere else but it ruins the theme of all that work they put into Buena yeah. Vista Street. <laughs> That's true. The trolley going down the street. Yeah. And having that high rise that was the same sort of theme in the back yeah. one was really beautiful and nice. And that all's ruined now. Yeah. It's just all like it's becoming a mishmash of just whatever fits wherever. It doesn't there's no rhyme or reason to it. There's no theme yeah. anymore. It's yeah. just I don't like I can see that. All right. Well, that's all of our questions for you. Pretty all easy, right. right? So you passed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been studying for 43 years. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for uh, for being on our podcast, and maybe we'll have you on again in the future. Okay, that would be wonderful. All well, right. Thank you for having me. Thanks, thanks again thanks so for much. joining us, Chris. All right. You have a great night. Sure. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, so we hope you enjoyed that interview with Chris. Um, I thought it was really good. I liked him. Yeah. I liked his perspective on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. you guys probably can tell. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't get a whole lot of Disney World content on this podcast, so it's kind of nice to have somebody that really knows their stuff when it comes to Disney World. Yeah, and it's always nice for Braden to have somebody to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one thing I just want to say real quick is I really enjoyed his perspective on Disneyland. Yes. Uh versus Disney World. And Disneyland being a park that grew organically and so yeah. it's kind of uh small. When I but I, it's, I, it's awesome. I liked his idea if so if anybody wants to go see his website, if you guys have any tracks or anything like that, like send them over to him. That's really cool. Yeah. A lot of them come from people who heard of the website and then they send them to him. I think that'd be really cool if we had one of our word on the main street listeners send him something that'd be really cool. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah. If you have anything, send it his way. But you're going to have to <laughs> dig deep for something that yeah, he doesn't true. already have. That's true. Um, if, just going back to what he was go saying. To page his... two of Google. <laughs> uh, go to what? Page two of Google. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, he said he has a list. Yeah, I believe so. He said it's on his website. So awesome. I, was, I was looking, but yeah. Awesome. We'll check that out and uh, send them something if you got it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But uh, that's all the time we have today for our podcast. I know it went a little long. I hope that doesn't disappoint any of you guys. Um, But uh, we had a a fun time talking with Chris. Yep. And uh, didn't want it. We didn't want to cut it off too early. Yeah. Got to let the conversation go where it goes. So uh, thanks again for listening. If you enjoy it. Uh, please share it with those that you think might enjoy it. Um, just share it on your Facebook if you can, Twitter, whatever. Um, and if you want to support us, you can donate on Patreon. Uh, Patreon's a platform where you uh, can support things that you like. So if you like us, you find us entertaining, you can throw us a buck a month or five bucks a month, whatever uh, you're comfortable with. You don't have to do this to listen. We'll always be a, a free 
podcast. But if you can help out, we'd appreciate it. Uh, we're going to be doing monthly drawings mm-hmm. for our supporters. Uh, I think we'll probably do a drawing next week on the podcast or we'll do it live. Who knows? On Facebook. Something like that. Yeah, we'll do whatever. Uh, but uh, we'll do Keep that for the people peeled. that donated in August mm-hmm. and September. And then we'll just do it monthly. Uh, hey, no. Uh, end July, of July and August. And August. Um, so we'll do one for September and then we'll do one for October and so on and so forth. So patreon.com slash word on the main street is where you can go. The more donations we get, the better the prizes get. Yep. That is true. (laughs) We'd love to get to the point where we could give away a three day park hopper. (laughs) Yes. That'd be sick. Or like a hundred dollar Disney gift card or something. Yeah. We're not there yet though. So help us out. So help us out by sharing us. us. Help you. Yeah. So you can share us. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash word on the main street. Follow us on Twitter at WOT main street. Uh, as I said earlier in the podcast, we're going to be doing some polls. Uh, so go on to Twitter and interact with us. Uh, give us your feedback on whatever we ask for the week. Um, and then subscribe. If you can subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on, uh, please do. And if you can leave a review, we would appreciate it. Um, we really appreciate five-star reviews. Absolutely. But just give us your honest feedback. Um, Unless you, it's a four, then just don't do it. Yeah. Just add a star. Didn't we get a new review? It. Oh, yeah, we did. Ooh. We got a new review, so let's... Uh, Let's read that bad boy. You got that bad boy? Um, I'm getting While you're that. getting that bad boy, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, and TuneIn. Um, if there's another platform you guys want us on, let us know, uh, and we can look into it. But that's where you can find us currently. Absolutely. So our new review came in near the end of August. It came from Mama Bear 1127 um, so if that's you, thank you, Mama Bear. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> Thanks, so, Mama Bear. So she gave us a five-star rating. Yay. Thank you. We appreciate that. She says, I'm a Disney addict, and I love these guys. I always learn something new to look for or to do during my upcoming Disneyland trip. The guys are very fun to listen to. Aww. Hopefully that's like a mutual feeling for every listener. Maybe. Yeah, I would. I would <laughs> that hope we're, so. we're enjoyable to listen to. Hope so. <laughs> if we're not, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> you can contact us individually or all together uh, by email if you choose. Uh, feel free to drop us a line if you have any corrections we need to make or uh, you just want to say hi to Braden. Hello. Or talk about Disney World with Braden because he doesn't get enough of that with us. Hey, my wife did say, we're going to Hawaii in November. Uh, right? And she says, we should go to Disney World for our next vacation next year. Light bulb. <laughs> it's in her mind, and it wasn't my idea, which means it's probably nice. going to happen. You just reminded me of Despicable Me with Gru. Light bulb. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can contact us. Via email, uh, my email address is Sean, S-E-A-N, the correct way, dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Okay, I told my to close, close my eyes. So it's mine is Braden, B-R-A-D-E-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Wow. Yay. Good job. I look at the screen. Good job. It's way only taking me 23 episodes. <laughs> Yay. Nice. And you can reach me, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. 
for any questions or trivia answers. Please yep. send those in. Indeed. Or if you, I guess if you have a trivia suggestion. Yeah, if you've got trivia questions, please send them my way. I'm always in search but of you can't answer something it. new. <laughs> yeah, if you send in a question. <laughs> they send in a question, then write in a different email the answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, how did you know I asked a question? <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> what would be funny is if they sent in the answer before we actually. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this doesn't air. I thought you tomorrow. were saying like they send it through a different email address. Uh, no, I am. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they yeah, send it the day yeah. before the podcast actually <laughs> airs. That would be funny. Now oh. we've given them ideas. <laughs> they got to make sure they wait. Now, now <laughs> they true. know. All right. Well, I think that's it. You guys got anything else to no, add before I think, we? I think yeah. we've been talking enough. Adios, amigos. All right. Well. Guys, thanks for listening. And we gals. really appreciate Yeah. Guys and gals, you knew what I mean meant. <laughs> you knew what I mean. <laughs> You're a hero of all, not men or women. Oh, to all. all right, people. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, please join us every week on Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Say bye. Good night. Bye.